Hello Spartans, welcome to this episode of Voices of the Valley, a podcast featuring various students and staff from Pleasant Valley talking about all things PV. We're your hosts of this episode, Vinay Joshi and Kushi Meridu. In today's episode, we spoke with legendary PV teacher Don Fry. Uh, Mr. Fry has been retired since last year, but today we caught up with him and talked about everything from music to film to life in retirement. Uh, we think you'll love this awesome conversation that we had. All right, so we are here right now with Mr. Fry. Um, so thank you, Mr. Fry, for joining us today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great. It's, um, it's been fun to get back into the high school. Yeah. That's awesome. How's it been being a librarian? Well, you know, it's, it's a peaceful job, actually. Um, it's, I, I love the fact that I'm surrounded by books, and that kind of gives <laughs> yeah. me comfort. And, you know, you're busy steadily because people coming in, checking, renewing, and classes and such like that. But um, it's kind of a, I don't know, just a sort of a time to reflect and get to talk to some students as they come in and chat up with them. So, yeah, I'm having, it, it's a, and then there's no papers to correct. Yeah. <laughs> which is wonderful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying that gig. I'll be there another five weeks, I think. Another uh, five weeks. That's yeah. very nice. Um, and then you are kind of subbing on the side as well. Right. I. Well, um, I do feel a little guilty because I think um, Mrs. Spencer probably could handle most of that without me, mm-hmm. but it was nice of them to give me the sub gig. So I told um, the administration, if you are short of subs, I'll be happy to cover. And today, in fact, I was in um, Ms. Holland. Holland's bio- biology classes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Um, all right. So I guess just kind of generally, um, how's like the retired life, I guess? Retirement is something that I did prematurely. Um, with COVID dawning upon us, um, I decided not to come back because my daughter was pregnant. And at that point, it was an at-risk pregnancy. It all worked out fine. And then my brother was also battling cancer at that point. And with his low immune um, system and such, I just really couldn't be around COVID. Yep. So it was a choice for the family not to come back. Um, I, if I had my druthers, I would have come back. Uh, so I kind of felt I wasn't prepared to retire. I, I always thought retirement is something that you almost have to um, have a, a thing to retire to, and I really didn't. So when that happened, I sort of fell adrift, but I quickly got used to the idea. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest gifts is the gift of time, and I, I enjoy that. So in the morning, if I don't have any projects, I'll get up and have breakfast leisurely, read every word of the newspaper, uh, read you know, some, a chapter in, in the novel I'm reading, uh, play online Scrabble, you know, pretty soon it's like 11 o'clock and I've, I've just sort of wasted time, but I kind of did it on purpose, you know, and, yeah. I, and I don't feel guilty. And that's, I've never had that opportunity before, so it's kind of fun. And, and then I'm taking this up, we have grandchildren, so we watch them twice a week, which is a blast. I'm doing some fishing, I have all these piddly projects I'm doing, so I'm, I'm yeah, I've got, gotten used to it, but um, like I say, it was... Uh, Kind of not my choice to retire, but because um, I really do enjoy teaching, mm-hmm. so it's nice to come back and get a little fix. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm really glad that you're kind of enjoying it. Um, so I guess uh, you kind of answered this a little bit, but uh, do you miss teaching? Would you say? Oh I, yeah, a lot. I mean, I don't have much skills, um, and when I look at myself, I think I'm pretty much a teacher. That's what I do, and I. 
feel very vital and very alive when mm. I'm in the classroom yeah. mm. and the door's shut and wonderful students like yourselves and, and we just can interchange ideas and, and just sort of be part of that human connection mm. and it's, I don't know, I, I do miss that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I myself, like, I honestly do, do not enjoy English, but, you know, your class was, like, really fun, like, it, it exceeded my expectations and, like, made like honors English 9 one of my favorite classes well that's a compliment coming from you I really I respect you and so thank you and I you know I guess my goal as a teacher and I I tried to act this and model it is I want my students to look forward to coming to class and I want them to be disappointed when the bell rings ending class yeah Yeah, that's that's definitely how I feel I really worked I kind of and not I I enjoy the two If, if a teacher's not enjoying what they're doing the students aren't going to enjoy it so I try to have a blast um, all right. Uh, so, have you done like any travel or anything like that recently? We have. You know, the COVID has sort of been, um, but we're we're getting back in the groove. We're planning a trip right now, probably in the fall of twenty twenty two, to go to England and Ireland. Oh, that's for awesome! For about five weeks. That is so cool. And yeah, and, and I I have roots in England. My wife has roots in Ireland. So that's something we plan on doing. But we've done some other trips. We went to Portland. Uh, we like to do day trips. Like if we don't have anything going on, we'll say hey. We get in the car and just sort of start driving until we want until we need to stop and turn around. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of those. We um, exploring the, the the middle west a little bit. We've mm-hmm. done that. We're we have um, family in the Twin Cities, so we've been up there quite a bit too. Sounds like the transcendentalist life. It is <laughs> transcendentalist. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm trying to trying to rise above my yeah. yes. Exactly. Nice nice uh, illusion. So I, I think many of us like wanted to take film class before we before you retired. Like, do you miss teaching it? Yeah, um, that well, you know, it's kind of fun because you know here are the little freshmen coming in for honors, and I feel it's my duty to grow them up and to sort of you know get them used to the big house, mm-hmm. and they're wonderful. But it's then four years later, I I get a lot of the same kids as seniors in film, and it's kind of neat just to see that journey okay. of maturity yeah. and such, and so. Hanging out with young adults like that is so much fun. I mean, except when senioritis sets in, and then I have <laughs> yeah. to start whacking them. But um, and so I, I miss that aspect, just hanging out with these mature young adults who, you know, really it's a very fun subject, and so they're they're pretty much engaged in it. And who doesn't want to talk about movies? Mm-hmm. And so that yeah, that was a I, I feel like I let down a lot of seniors and some juniors who were signed up for film and. I didn't even know at the time that they wouldn't continue the class, but I guess no one wanted to teach it, blah, 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 and it, it just went away. But, um, yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. So are there, like, any movies that you've watched recently that you liked or anything under your radar, like I, Dune uh, or Squid Game or something? I haven't, you know, the newer movies, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, Dune is, I'm skeptical. I love the book so much, um, but it has good reviews so far. It's in the hands of a great director. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're a Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine person, but yeah. And so um, I'm looking forward to that. I did see Coda, and one of our former students is actually in that film. Really? Um, cast Cast Berta, just a really bit part, but it's near the end, and it's it sets up the climactic moment and so it's a very vital part so it's kind of cool and I, I just saw a list of um, possible movies for Academy Awards and, and they mentioned that so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool um, uh, and this is a, a racy movie and you gotta be at least 17 or older to watch it because it's, it's pretty provocative mm-hmm. but I will mention The Handmaiden 
Um, it's a, a Korean-Japanese film, and it is it, it's it, the best film I've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah, Asian really? movies and shows are stepping up to the they game. Are. Yeah, they are. Parasite, Squid Game. Parasite was a great movie, yeah. too, yes. Yeah. Now, a Squid Game, I, I, I do want to see. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the whole world's just kind of talking about exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, I heard that because of it, like, sales of white vans, which are, like, the, the uniform in Squid Game, like they went up like six thousand percent. No, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. This is why I tell my film class, since I, you're, you have me here. Um, we show a film called "It Happened One Night," nineteen thirty four, the first rom com, and it's a classic. And students actually like it, even though it's old. And Clark Gable's in there, and he was really he was the king of Hollywood. And there's one scene where he takes off his shirt, and he's not wearing an un, not wearing an undershirt, <laughs> which was uncommon. But the director had him do that to sweet up the scene, you know, so he would not take. And so the sales of, of undershirts went down 50% because Clark Gable's not wearing an undershirt. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's amazing how, and that was a big thing we talked about in the, in the class, is how movies affect society and how society affects movies and kind of that interchange. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think, you know, something that we all, like, I really remember Honors English by is that you'd always have music when we were walking in. And then it was, it was kind of cool to, like, hear, like, your musical taste. So, um, what's what's been like in your rotation? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know going back to my retirement. That's been one of my. I mean, I have no life, so I I do I just make mixes for myself. Yeah, I, I was looking. At, I follow you on Spotify, and I was looking <laughs> at your recent playlist. You know, pre, pretty good yeah. Songs. I it's pretty eclectic, and I'm I'm really into. Well, I like I like Carsey Headrest. I'm a big fan oh, of Carsey yeah. Headrest. Um, I think, it, I mean, he's really an amazing composer of music and lyrics. Um, I'm getting into uh, uh, King Gizzard and the and the the, the lizard something like the that. lizard wizards. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a gazillion albums out, but and I really hadn't been listening to them much. But they're very interesting. They have some really interesting stuff that I'm enjoying. Um, I'm trying to listen to more world music. Uh, mm, trying sure. to yeah. hear some of the stuff going coming from other places other than the United States. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm but you know I I'm pretty eclectic. So I uh, I found a group that's a it's a very um, folk group. It's called Elephant Revival. And okay. They're out of they're out of Boulder, Colorado. And I, I like them a lot too. So. Any K-pop? I tried, I tried, I tried. <laughs> and and it and you know it, it for me it's kind of fun in the background. But if I really sit and listen to it, I find it becomes wearisome to me. Yeah, yeah. I just can't get into it yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, okay. By any chance, have you listened to the new Kanye West, Donda? I have a lot of personal um, animosity toward him that might bias my opinion of his music. So I, I have not. Yeah. So a any other modern artists like Lil Nas or Olivia Rodrigo? I, uh, see, everyone that's that popular as Olivia Rodrigo, I can't listen to right now. So yeah. I, I might like. I did like Taylor Swift's Evermore album though. Um, oh yeah, Evermore. I thought that was an, that was really good. But um, yeah, I I think. Uh, I think I need to listen to some more, um, uh, some Kanye. Uh, Lil Nas is fine. Yeah, he's fine. It's yeah. not like super deep, but like that's not the point. I think. Yeah. No, I, I mean he does have deep songs in his album, but. but well, like, I like it. I like his attitude about himself too. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. take himself too seriously. Yeah, yeah. And have you seen the commercial with Elton John? Uh, yeah. Yeah, their yeah. commercials are different ones. That again, they're kind of making fun of themselves. I think that's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Fry, is that little little Nas in that question? Yeah, yeah. Want to make yeah. sure. I know what you're talking. I want to make sure. <laughs> I did. This is kind of like a bit I, deeper, but like. Oh, good. What's your opinion on separating the art from the artist? That is okay. Wow, why that's interesting. Did I talk about that? 
um, because I have a strong feeling about that. Um, a lot of like, teachers really want to get background on the artist, like let's say author in this case, mm-hmm. so you have an idea of where he or she's coming from. And I think that should come perhaps later. But if you're walking in the museum, I'm switching now to painting, but you're looking at a painting on the wall, do you really, is it, is it essential that you know mm-hmm. who that artist is? I think it still should communicate you at some level. So for me, the initial grappling with art I shouldn't have to know Steinbeck and who he is to still appreciate his art of, of you know, yep. the, the Grapes of Wrath or of Mice and Men. Then once I grapple with the work, maybe then, yeah, get some background on the artist. Mm-hmm. Now, if I find out the artist, and in my case, let's say Kevin Spacey yeah. is a pedophile. Right. Or, or accused, K. K. alleged, or, or what? J.K. Rowling is transphobic. Right, right, right. Um, it makes it harder. Yeah. Okay. But I still think Kevin Spacey is one of the best actors out there in in many cases, and so it's hard to shut off that part of my brain that knows about that. I wish I didn't, but I'm still gonna say in or baseball. Uh, he's a great baseball player, but he's a he's a crappy person. Um, I don't know. I still want to be able to appreciate the artist. Yeah. So I want to be able to separate them, but I don't think I can. Yeah. I feel like. How about you? That's kind of how I feel about Kanye West. Like, politically, I, I, I just, I really don't like what he stands for. I, he just tries to, you know, have this whole counterculture thing. Where like, oh, because everybody expects me to be a Democrat, I'm going to go full MAGA. And then his, like, really foolish uh, run for president. But I just, I kind of ignore that when I listen to his music. And, and you recommend his latest? Yeah, I mean, Donda, I, I actually wrote an article about that for the Spartan Shield. Uh, uh, he even won an award for it, too. Nice. Oh, yeah. Good job. Uh, thank you. So... That one, it's a, it's a kind of a challenging listen. It's about like the death of his mom. It's okay. kind of like a central theme that runs through it. There's a lot of like uh, feelings of like loss and just kind of coping with that. Um, there's a lot of it's Kanye, so it's going to be a little bit experimental. Um, but I, I think it's it's a challenging but kind of like rewarding listen. I think there, there's some like you get into this groove and like once you kind of forget who he is and just only listen to the music, I think you can get something out of it. Nice, nice. But yeah, definitely not for everyone, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. Um, and that's it. Thanks for joining us today. And well, thanks for having me. I um, It's it's nice. I mean, I, I just want to come back and kind of hang out with former students and, and get mm-hmm. to meet some of the newer students. So it's really nice to have familiar faces such as yeah. yourselves um, it to was, welcome me. I really like that. It's really great uh, catching up with you because, you know, like it's been like two years since we've like actually talk to each other in person you know and lots lots of people are happy that you're here as a librarian like dr l was talking about we were going to work in the library today and dr l was like saying you're the substitute librarian and everybody got excited because you and yeah you have like a great legacy going around like everybody's younger siblings knows yeah, about you kind of like look up to you well like, thank oh, you it's, yeah. it's mr firelight thank you i i know i'm 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 crazy in the classroom but it, yeah. there's but there's 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 reason to all my craziness. I, yeah. It all has a purpose. I, and I, you're, you're remembered. Well, thank you. That. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I, ho- I hope you learn something, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Good, definitely. good. Well, you guys, I appreciate it. And have a, have a great rest of your, rest of your night. Yeah, thank you. Good. Yeah. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, very good. And that's it with our conversation with Mr. Fry. Be sure to say hi to him and acknowledge him whenever you see him. That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening.